This is the biomechanics section of the Crozier Manual. What is the hallux interphalangeal angle? 0 to 10 degrees. What is the DASA angle, or the distal articular set angle? 7.5 degrees. What is PASA, or proximal articular set angle? 7.5 degrees. What are the types of joint deformities? There are three. First is congruent, which means joint lines are parallel. The second is deviated, which means joint lines intersect outside the joint. And the third is subluxed, where the joint lines intersect inside the joint. So once again, there's congruent, deviated, and subluxed, which are the types of joint deformities. What are the types of bunion deformities? There are three. The first is structural, the second is positional, and the third is combined. What makes up the structural type of bunion deformity? So in the structural, you will have bony deformity, you will have an abnormal PASA and DASA, and the PASA plus DASA will equal the hallux abductus angle. In the positional, what kind of bunion deformity will you have? You will have soft tissue deformity with subluxed or deviated joint. You will have a normal PASA and a normal DASA and your PASA plus DASA will be less than your hallux abductus angle. What about combined deformity? What makes up that? Elements of both structural and positional with subluxed or deviated joint, an abnormal PASA and DASA, and a PASA plus DASA less than the hallux abductus angle. What is a normal hallux abductus angle? 10 to 15 degrees. What is a normal IM angle or intermetatarsal angle? 8 to 12 degrees. In regards to the intermetatarsal angle, what kind of procedure would you do if the IM angle was mild or 10 to 13 degrees? You'd most likely do a head procedure. What would you do if the IM angle was moderate, or 14 to 17 degrees? You would most likely do a, sh a shaft procedure. And what would you do if the IM angle was severe, or 18 to 21 degrees? Most likely you would do a base procedure. And what would you do if you had a hypermobile first ray? you would most likely do a lapidus procedure. What is a normal metatarsus adductus angle? Less than 20 degrees. What is the true IM angle? The true IM angle equals metatarsus adductus angle minus 15, and then you add the IM angle to that.
What is a normal first metatarsal protrusion distance? Normal is plus or minus two millimeters compared to the second metatarsal. What is the normal tibial sesamoid position? One to three are all normal tibial sesamoid positions. What is the normal first MPJ range of motion? 65 to 75 degrees dorsiflexion and 40 degrees plantar flexion. What is a normal first metatarsal medial cuneiform angle? 22 degrees. What is a normal first ray range of motion? 5 millimeters of dorsiflexion plus 5 millimeters of plantar flexion. And that equals one centimeter of total range of motion. What is the Fallot and Buckholtz fourth IM angle? It is the angle between the bisection of the fourth metatarsal and proximal medial cortical border of the fifth metatarsal. The normal angle is six degrees pathologic would be 8.7 degrees. So once again, the Fallot and Buckholtz fourth IM angle is the angle between the bisection of the fourth metatarsal and proximal medial cortical border of the fifth metatarsal. Normal is six degrees, pathologic is 8.7 degrees. What is the Fallot and Buckholtz lateral deviation angle, also known as lateral bowing? It is the angle of line, the line bisecting the head and neck of the fifth met and the line adjacent to the proximal medial cortex. So once again, it's the angle of the line bisecting the head and neck of the fifth met and the line adjacent to the proximal medial cortex. Normal is 2.64 degrees. Pathologic is anything greater than eight degrees. What is the normal metatarsal length from longest to shortest. So two is the longest, then three, then five, then four, then one is the shortest. What about the metatarsal protrusion? So two once again is the longest, then three, those are the same. Then you have one, four, and five, has the shortest protrusion. So two greatest, then three, then one, then four, then five. What is the angle of the lesser MPJ dorsiflexion and the lesser MPJ plantar flexion? So in the lesser MPJs, the dorsiflexion is 30 to 40 degrees and the plantar flexion is 50 to 60 degrees. What is the metatarsal declination angle? Normal is 21 degrees. What is the normal metatarsal abductus angle? Normal is zero to 15 degrees. What is the normal IM angle of the second and the fifth metatarsals? Normal is 14 to 18 degrees. 
what I am angle would be considered pathologic regarding the first and second metatarsal IM angle. Anything greater than 12 degrees would be considered pathologic of the IM angle of the first and second metatarsals. Anything greater than 12 degrees. What is normal and what is pathologic in regards to the IM angle of the fourth and fifth metatarsals? Normal is four to five degrees. Pathologic is anything greater than nine degrees. What would be considered splay foot? Splay foot would be when the first IM angle is greater than 12 degrees and the fourth IM angle is greater than eight degrees. With metatarsus primus adductus, there's a high predilection of splay foot. What is the Taylor neck angle? The Taylor neck angle is the long axis of the head and neck with long axis of the body. What is the normal birth and adult degrees for the Taylor neck angle? Normal birth angle for the Taylor neck angle is 130 to 140 degrees. And in an adult, it's 150 to 165 degrees. How many degrees is the Taylor head and neck plantar flexed? And what is it and what is its alignment to the body? So the Taylor head and neck is plantar flexed 25 to 30 degrees and it's medially aligned 15 degrees to the body of the talus. Is the head of the talus medially or laterally rotated on the body? It is laterally rotated on the body. What is the Taylor torsion angle? The Taylor torsion angle is where the head is laterally rotated on the body. How many degrees is it rotated in an adult? The head is laterally rotated on the body 40 degrees in an adult. It is rotated laterally 18 to 20 degrees in a fetus and 30 degrees in a child. Note that this motion brings the supinated foot in utero to a more pronated adult position. What is the normal Taylor declination angle? 21 degrees. If the foot is pronated, will this increase or decrease? The Taylor declination angle will increase in a pronated foot and decrease in a supinated foot. What is Mary's angle? In what view is it seen on? Mary's angle is seen on the lateral view and, is, and, it, and it is the intersection of longitudinal axis of the talus and the first metatarsal. What is the normal degrees for the Mary's angle? Normal degrees for the Mary's angle is zero degrees. It increases with either pronation or supination. Also note that pronation moves the axis of the talus plantar to the first metatarsal. And supination moves the axis of the talus dorsal to the first metatarsal in regards to Mary's angle. 
What is the cymoline? The cymoline is an S-shaped line formed by the articulation of the TN and the CC joints. In pronation, does that line move anteriorly or posteriorly? And in supination, does the line move anteriorly or posteriorly? In regards to the cymoline, in a pronated foot, the line moves anteriorly, and in a supinated foot, the line moves posteriorly. What is a normal angle for the talonavicular joint? Normal angle is 75 degrees of coverage. In pronation, does the coverage decrease or increase? In pronation, in regards to the talonavicular joint, the coverage decreases. And in supination, the coverage increases. What is the normal degree for forefoot abductus? Normal is 8 degrees, or 0 to 15 degrees. What is a normal calcaneal inclination angle? And with pronation, does it decrease or increase? The normal degrees for calcaneal inclination angle is 21 degrees. And with pronation, it decreases. And with supination, it increases. What is hib angle? And what view is it seen on? Hib angle is the intersection of, of longitudinal axis of the calcaneus and first metatarsal and it is seen on the lateral view. Normal is less than 45 degrees. What is the Fowler-Phillip angle and what is its normal degree? The Fowler-Phillip angle is the angle formed from the intersection of a line along the anterior tubercle and the plantar tuberosity and another line along the posterior superior prominence at the Achilles tendon insertion. Its normal degree is less than 70 degrees. How many degrees would you see in a Haglund's deformity in regards to the Fowler-Phillip angle? You would see a degree greater than 75 degrees. What is the total angle of rush and what is its normal degree? The total angle of rush is the Fowler-Phillip angle plus the calcaneal inclination angle. Its normal degree is 90 degrees, and in a Haglund's deformity, you'd see greater than 90 degrees in regards to the total angle of rush. What is the normal degree of the calcaneal cuboid abduction angle? 0 to 5 degrees, and it increases with pronation. What is the normal degree in an adult? in regards to the kite angle, or the talocalcaneal angle, in the AP view. The normal adult angle is 20 to 40 degrees. Note that in, in an infant, it is 30 to 50 degrees. So it decreases as you become an adult, to 20 to 40 degrees. Does it increase or decrease with pronation? Kite's angle will increase with pronation on the AP view and decrease with supination. What is the normal talocalcaneal angle on the lateral view?
Normal angle of the talocalcaneal angle is 25 to 50 degrees, and note that it does not change with age. What is the subtalar joint axis direction? The STJ goes through the first ray in neutral, second ray in supination, and is medial to the first ray in pronation. What is the STJ axis of motion? The axis of the STJ goes from lateral posterior plantar to medial anterior dorsal. And it's 48 degrees from the frontal plane, 42 degrees from the transverse plane, and 16 degrees from the sagittal plane. What is the STJ range of motion? From neutral, there's two-thirds motion in inversion, which is around 20 degrees, and one-third in eversion, which is around 10 degrees. So a total range of motion of 30 degrees. 20 inversion, 10 eversion. That's from neutral. What are the degrees from the frontal plane, transverse plane, and sagittal plane of the longitudinal mid-tarsal joint? So from the frontal plane, it's 75 degrees. From the transverse plane, it's 15 degrees. From the sagittal plane, 9 degrees. In regards to the oblique mid-tarsal joint, what are the degrees from the frontal plane, from the transverse plane, and from the sagittal plane? From the frontal plane, it's 38 degrees. From the transverse plane, it's 52. And from the sagittal plane, it's 57 degrees. What is the bowler angle? Bowler angle is the angle formed by the intersection of a line from the superior aspect of the anterior process to the superior aspect of the posterior facet, and another line from the superior aspect of the posterior facet to the superior point of the calcaneal process. What is the normal degrees of the bowler angle? 25 to 40 degrees. Note that it decreases with intraarticular calcaneal fracture. What is Gasson angle or angle of Gasson? This is the angle formed by the intersection of a line along the posterior facet and another line along the middle and anterior facets. What is a normal Gasson angle? 20, 125 to 140 degrees. And note that it increases with intraarticular calcaneal fractures. One resident helped me remember the difference between these two. The word bowler is shorter than Gassain or Gassan, and so it's 20 to 40. And Gassain is a longer word, so it's 120 to 140. And because bowler is smaller and the angle is smaller, with a calcaneal fracture, it will decrease because Gassain is a larger word and the angles are larger. With a calcaneal fracture, it will increase the angle. What is the Teuger angle? 
The Teuger angle is a line drawn the down the posterior facet. Normal should be a straight line, 180 degrees. Note that it will decrease with Achilles rupture. This is the Teuger angle. Once again, it is a line drawn down the posterior aspect. Normal should be a straight line of 100 degree, 180 degrees, and it decreases with Achilles rupture.